Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Well Then. Today, we're going to dive into another one of the pillars of love alignment as we continue to explore all of the ways that we can heal and create more love in our lives, more love for ourselves, love for those around us, healthier experiences of love overall, because ultimately, that's what makes life feel good. That's what life's about. So the pillar that we are going to explore today is nourishment. So you know how people say that you really can't love someone until you learn to love yourself? I personally don't think that's true. I think that we can have all of the love in the world for other people and give so much of ourselves away to other people. But if we aren't making an equal effort to love and care for ourselves, then it will always feel like something is missing. And that's the key. These things that we're going to explore today might seem superficial at first glance in comparison to some of the deeper topics that we dive into, like inner child healing and boundary setting and embodiment work, but learning to truly nourish yourself and develop habits that support your well-being is a skill that will carry you through all the chapters of your life, good and bad, partnered and alone. Because while we absolutely need community and relationships to thrive and live a healthy life, we are actually the only constant that we have in our lives. You are the only one that will be there from start to finish, and you are the only one who will ever know yourself as fully and deeply as you have the capacity to. And that's not to say that you won't have deeply fulfilling relationships whether it's romantic partnership or friendships or family dynamics where they know you on a really deep level and are able to care for and support you, but not to the extent that you know and care for and support yourself. So by taking care of yourself, you actually give yourself the gift of being able to enjoy this big, beautiful life. And you also give yourself the capacity to love big and show up for others around you more powerfully too. So it ends up being somewhat of a selfless gift in the end. But this is one of those instances where it's actually a good thing to be a little selfish, to learn to put yourself first. A big you know, concept behind this idea of nourishment that I've really learned to be very important is that it's almost like learning to take care of yourself like you would care for a small child. And we'll get into that more in this episode of why that's important and what that really means. But there's something really, really powerful and special about the energy that comes with learning to care for yourself in a really loving way. And that's because so many of us don't know how to do that. It doesn't come naturally to us. It's not something that we learned. And many of us are actually programmed for the opposite. We have taught ourselves to put ourselves last. We've taught ourselves to self self sabotage. You know, when things are hard, we, we tend to spiral into habits that make it even worse. And sometimes even when things are going well, we self sabotage and engage in negative habits and actions because we don't believe that we're worthy or deserving of having everything go well, or it's unfamiliar and uncomfortable for us. And so it's scary and we push it away. And when we can really learn to lean in to life the good and the bad, and to train our nervous system to feel safe no matter what, to know that we have the tools to bring ourselves back to our center and to feel balanced emotionally, mentally, physically each and every day, then we can really enjoy life more because we feel like we've got 
a more solid grip on it and not in an unhealthy, like attached grip kind of way, but just in a, I'm steering the ship and I, I feel solid. I feel rooted. I feel grounded in my two feet. Like I've got this, I know how to take care of myself. And because I know how to take care of myself, I can then show up for others as well. When we're just loving others and showing up for others as a way to get the feeling of love and to source those feelings of validation and acceptance rather than doing the work internally, it's like a house of cards. Like that person then doesn't show up for us one day or they leave or something happens to them. And now our supply is gone. Our source of acceptance, validation, self-worth, self-love is gone because we were relying on them to give it to us. And when we rely on other people to tell us who we are and why we matter, it sets us up for disappointment and failure in the long run. And again, that's not to say that other people can't come in and add to and contribute and grow the love you have for yourself even more. They absolutely can. People can reflect back to you things that you might not see yourself and they can help you feel special and loved and safe and all those things, but it has to start from within. And what I have found in my own life and my own practice with my clients is that that idea of self-love and learning to really nourish yourself isn't always this like flowery, vague, ethereal, wishy-washy thing where it's a matter of like drawing ourselves, you know, flower petal baths and, um, you know, using really flowery language and saying affirmations. That's not necessarily the kind of nourishment and self-love I'm talking about here. It really does come down to practical daily actions the things that actually might seem kind of mundane in the moment and might seem sometimes like a chore even that you have to get really disciplined about. But those are the things that signal to you, to yourself, you're sending the signal to yourself that you matter, that you're worth taking care of, that you're worth respecting, that you are worth the time it takes to feel well, to take care of your physical body, your mental and emotional bodies. And to really put yourself first to then go show up in the world. So the tools and resources that fall under the umbrella of this pillar of nourishment are things like nutrition, lifestyle choices, meditation, and sleep habits. And all of these categories, you know, the foods you eat, the choices you make of how you live your day-to-day life, whether or not you're taking good care of your sleep habits and following mindfulness practices, they say a lot about how much you care about yourself and how much you value your own well-being. And what I've learned, something that's shifted a lot in my practice over the years and my understanding of these, these tools is that they're not just about looking good or feeling less stressed. You know, you're not just eating well so that you can have a six pack and your body can look really hot and you're not just meditating so that you can feel less stressed each day. These habits are actually a signal from you to you and to the rest of the world that you matter, like I said, and that you are willing to go out of your way to prove it. And this kind of goes hand in hand with the the quote that goes something along the lines of, of how you love yourself is basically setting the example to teach others how to love you too. And that is so important to show others what you are willing to put up with what you expect, what you deserve, 
in a relationship dynamic, in a friendship, anything. And the reality is many of us didn't have the experience of being raised by really healthy, nurturing adults. And so we don't inherently know what it feels like to truly be nourished. And maybe we don't even believe that we're deserving of it. And that's not to say that you had terrible parents. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. They were doing the best they could with what they had. And Everybody had a different degree of modeling to them for what nurturing and care and love look like. And for some people, it was totally non-existent or maybe even abusive and toxic and unhealthy. And for others, maybe it was just misguided acts of attempts to nurture. But the truth is, just because your parents couldn't be who you needed them to be doesn't mean that you can't step into that role for yourself now as an adult. It is actually so empowering when you learn to nourish and nurture yourself from the inside out. When you make choices that are best for your health and your well-being, even if it's a harder choice. And when you show yourself compassion for not getting it right all the time and celebrate those moments of balance that you are able to achieve. You know, when you find the habit that work best for you and not just the most popular ones on social media, you know, what you see influencers doing or what your best friend is doing, but really what's best for you and you honor your truth in that. That is when you know that you are aligning with your truth and creating authentic nourishment. And when you can do that for yourself, you can be a much healthier partner in relationships as well. So many of you might know, or maybe you haven't, if you haven't been here a while, that when I started my career uh, a little over 10 years ago now, it was in the space of nutrition and mindfulness. Um, I was a nutritionist and yoga teacher primarily, and was working with people mainly on their physical bodies and their health goals. And for the first couple years of my practice, before I went back to study, you know, in the field of psychology and becoming uh, a life coach and a trained therapist, I really thought that the most important thing was just our physical body and those physical results I was talking about earlier. And I thought the same to be true in my own life. So this was definitely a pillar that, that really evolved for me over the years and, and became so clear when it finally clicked that nourishing yourself for the right reasons, meaning just because you want to care for yourself is so much more valuable than doing it just because, you know, you're trying to get a physical result, like losing weight or whatever the case may be. And so this brings it back to what I mentioned in the beginning of really learning to treat yourself like you are a small, innocent child when it comes to self-care. Like, you are this little person who you as an adult are responsible for caring for. You're responsible for making sure they get fed, you know, making sure that there's healthy food around and that there's nourishing meals, especially on busy days when you have lots of work, lots of meetings. Did you prepare so that there's meals for you at the end of that day? Are you making lifestyle choices that support the goals that you say you have for yourself? And setting your life up in a way so that you don't burn out and that you can respect your boundaries and you can have healthy connection and that you are doing things that bring you joy just for the sake of having fun, like you would encourage a little kid to do. Are you bringing in mindfulness practices and teaching yourself that it's okay to feel your emotions and to become more mindful to your present experience 
And, you know, your sleep habits, are you giving yourself the gift of rest? Like a little kid, do you set a bedtime for yourself and create an environment that's really nurturing and supportive for deep rest and self-care? And when you look at it from this perspective of I'm caring for myself, like I would care for a loved one or a small child, it becomes this really precious relationship you have with yourself. And you begin to honor these acts of self-care more than you would if you were looking at them just as a, a duty or an obligation or a boring chore. So again, it might seem surface level at first glance, but this actually goes very deep to the root of self-care. I personally believe that nourishment is the foundation on which we build the rest of our self-care, self-acceptance, and self-reflection practices. Once you are able to get a handle on your day-to-day habits and caring for yourself, making sure that your physical body is you know, well-fed, well-rested, well-moved, all those things, and taking care of your mental and emotional health as well, that's when you then have the safety, the security, and the space to dive much deeper into your emotional landscape, into, you know, your history, past wounds and trauma, into your spirituality, really expanding, exploring all parts of who you are, and then inviting in healthy partnership from there, because you're not relying on somebody else to care for you. You know how to do it for yourself. And that person can then just add value to your life in terms of the partnership you create together. It's two whole complete people coming together to expand what's possible beyond what they could do on their own. But it's not because you need the other person for your sense of safety, security, or to be cared for. And that is such a beautiful place to come from when it comes to relationships. And even if you're already in a relationship right now, you can still learn these practices of nourishment and self-care on your own and see how it changes the dynamic of your current relationship. It takes the pressure off your partner to be everything for you and allows them to be all the things that feel really good within the natural container of the relationship. So there's a lot more I could say about all this because again, I do have a background in nutrition and mindfulness practices and all these things um, totally excite me just as much as talking about love and energy healing and honesty and all the things. So if you have specific questions regarding your nourishment practices, definitely reach out. Um, Know that when you work with me, this is a part of what we explore. I really like to make sure that you have solid habits and practices in place to support the rest of the work that we're doing. So that is why it's one of the seven pillars. It's one of the seven most important things that we explore in the realm of love alignment. And I'm excited to continue to share these philosophies with you all and give you insight into the work that I do. It makes me so happy and I'm so grateful that you are a part of these conversations with me. So as always, send in questions if you have them. You can um, chat with me, keep in touch with me on Instagram at Megan Share on TikTok. My handle is Heal with Megs. I do a lot of fun videos and journal challenges over there. Um, Reach out to me on my website if you would like to get in touch about working together. And for now, just stay tuned for the next few pillars of love alignment and more love stories as we continue to explore how love can expand our lives on the podcast. And as always, have a happy, healthy, and love-filled day. Until next time.